Learning Objective 8-9. Compare and contrast the value of investing in variable deferred annuities versus mutual funds. Besides costs, the potential purchaser should know and understand the differences in the operation and design of variable deferred annuities versus mutual funds. Each product offers features that may be advantageous for the purchaser of these products. This discussion compares the features of a non-qualified variable deferred annuity and a non-qualified mutual fund. First, mutual funds have an average total expense ratio because they have no insurance features to guarantee a minimum death benefit, such as those in most variable deferred annuities. Therefore, clients who wish to avoid insurance charges can do so and save on annual charges to their cash accumulations by using taxable mutual funds. Also, the death proceeds of mutual funds receive a stepped-up or stepped-down cost basis at the owner's death that is equivalent to the fair market value of the shares at death. Thus, assuming the share value has appreciated, the increase in cost basis results in no income tax payment being immediately due when the beneficiary receives the mutual fund at the owner's death. Furthermore, less income tax will be due when the beneficiary subsequently sells those inherited mutual fund shares because of their step-up in cost basis. Also, the income tax due at the time of subsequent sale will be calculated using the lower capital gains rate as long as the beneficiary maintains ownership for one year or longer. On the other hand, under current tax law, the investment earnings that accrue in non-qualified variable deferred annuities while the owner is alive are totally tax-deferred until the funds are withdrawn, distributed, or the owner annuitant dies. At the annuity owner's death, the previously tax-deferred accumulation of gain in the cash value is then taxable as ordinary income and payable by the named beneficiary at his or her marginal income tax bracket. However, the beneficiary will not be taxed on the gain in the year of the annuitant death if he or she elects, within 60 days after the annuitant's death, to apply the proceeds under a life income or installment payment option. These periodic payments will then be taxable to the beneficiary under the regular taxation for annuity payment rules discussed previously in this chapter. The owner of a variable deferred annuity can also purchase the increased death benefits option discussed in the previous chapter that will increase the death benefit in order to cushion the potential income taxation of death proceeds to the beneficiary of the contract. Furthermore, if a variable deferred annuity experiences a loss in value at the time of the owner's death, because the death benefit is guaranteed at least to equal the premiums paid into the contract, the beneficiary will receive this amount as a death benefit payment. Thus, there is no taxable loss or gain to him or her that results from the receipt of the proceeds. By contrast, there is no death benefit guarantee whatsoever with a mutual fund. Some other features available in variable deferred annuities that mutual funds do not have are guaranteed lifetime income options at annuitization, availability of a guaranteed minimum interest account, the ability to purchase one of several guaranteed living benefits riders, income tax-free transfers among available sub-accounts without taxes and often without expenses. Other features of mutual funds that make them more advantageous than variable deferred annuities are that no states impose a state premium tax on mutual fund premiums as some do with annuities, and there are no IRS penalties for the withdrawal of cash values from non-qualified mutual funds prior to age 59 and a half. This concludes our review of this chapter.